Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hi, Andrew. Good morning. On this episode of Tells, Andrew and I are going to talk. Okay. Apparently, I am allergic to silence. So, with that said, <laughs> we're going to talk and talk and talk. Get a bit of an update on the World Series of Poker and some other things. Yeah? Yeah. Sounds like a plan. You're so proud of your joke. Now you're not going to say anything about it. That you're allergic to sleep mm-hmm. or allergic to silence. I mean, yeah. And that you woke up with a rash because there was only silence while you were sleeping. That was funny. Not gonna, not gonna oh, lie. Oh, so funny. That was a good one. Anyway, tell us how World Series of Poker is going. Exhausting. Exhausting already. It's only been three days or yeah. four days. It's exhausting. That's it. It's exhausting. No highlights um, of the World Series of Poker yet. Yeah, there's been some fun stuff. Uh, no scores or anything to talk about. Um, had How many good... poker tournaments have you played? Uh, I played the online bracelet event and the Colossus. So How did you o- do in the online bracelet event? I did not cash. But it was cool, though, because we were streaming it on Twitch. Okay, you didn't brush your teeth again, and I specifically <laughs> asked you to brush your teeth before we do the podcast because... Do we need to take a break? Yeah, it's so close. Pause. Pause it. And we're back. That's better. Nice and fresh. Boosie and I share a microphone for this podcast. It's not exactly <laughs> a very professional setup here. Crowded around one microphone, but... That's what I was thinking. I was like, if we had two microphones, I wouldn't have to experience embarrass me on the air no just experience your foul morning breath which (laughs) everyone has anyway (laughs) so we were streaming the online event that was pretty fun on twitch sort of my first official uh stream on twitch how do you like twitching uh it's fun and terrifying because you have to make like big important poker decisions especially in a tournament which not exactly my specialty but uh little hectic with everybody watching um but aside from that it's very fun i mean you tell twitch you tell us about your big decisions anyway so what's the difference um just the fact that it's live and i have to decide and they're gonna just see it immediately and judge me immediately so delayed judgment is better (laughs) (laughs) i guess just having that extra time to process it all but you're right i've definitely made some ridiculous plays on the vlog and shared it and been like whatever so well uh catch andrew on twitch sometime i don't know he's not a scheduled thanks for promoting my channel it's gonna stop paying advertising on tells if we're gonna keep promoting (laughs) (laughs) i gotta buy ad space (laughs) absolutely okay what else are we gonna talk about today uh so i played the colossus and also busted that that's not interesting though isn't it like 20,000 people sign up uh, to play the Colossus usually, over like 10 days. Usually, but this time I think someone said they only got like 13,000, which is still a massive number, but down significantly. So, I don't know. Should we be worried? Numbers are down. dying. Poker's dying. Game is dead. We all have to start selling phones and headsets <laughs> in hallways. Andrew's referring to Joe Ingram's video on YouTube about... The salespeople who, in the hallways of the Rio... Aggressive. Aggressive. Very aggressive. You see what I did there? I used a rounder's quote for 
the sales phone, the phone sales. I don't remember that. Okay, anyway. Have you encountered any of these very aggressive sales? Yeah, we all have. And what do you do? I ignore them. As does probably like 98% of the people. But yeah, did Joe said something about it feeling like a, a market? You know, if you go to like a, a market where they sell trinkets and baubles and stuff, and they're always like, come see what's about no mama, what's about no sissy, what's about And that's how they say in South Africa, you know, what's about no mama, what's about no sissy, what's about no. So, um, hmm. it might feel a little more exotic and like, if they were if they were saying that, I feel like you traveled somewhere interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's still annoying, but the thing is to, if somebody's trying so hard to sell you something, I think you should think that it's not really worth that amount mm-hmm. because nobody should expend that much energy to sell a good quality product, right? Like if yep. you go to the bow store, they let you try on all the headsets and be there for two hours and (laughs) hardly anybody talks to you besides making sure you don't have any questions yeah but i mean some people just don't know and they you know they're they're a little bit less experienced and introverted and i mean the worst most annoying and disappointing and angering thing about all that is like when they say idiotic things to girls as they're walking by Yeah, which is like not part of your job description. Mm -hmm. So I think the people who pay for those booths definitely need to look into that because, yes, trying to get people into the booth to buy stuff is the job description, but trying to pick up girls on the side should be a fireable offense, no? It's just like the super, super old school sales tactics that are just trash. And I also think it's a little bit tone deaf if the World Series is having these people in there yeah but you see the thing is i think they agree on the contracts with the owners of the booths and the owners of the booths then put in their employees wouldn't wouldn't you want if you're certainly they have a guy who's in charge of uh the booths sales right so wouldn't you but is he there on a day-to-day basis probably not what i'm saying is that who whose job like somebody, oh, from the World Series, yeah. who's walking the booths, making sure. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Get it together, World Never. Series. Anyway, speaking of poker, another controversial thing with women. Yeah. Jesus, dude, just <laughs> chill out. <laughs> it's so exhausting. <laughs> Go on. All this, like, moral policing of people. What are you refer- referring to this time? I'm talking about the tournament yesterday. Pot limit, Omaha, high, low, winner, and runner up. Okay. Let's just pull up this tweet. <laughs> okay. Jay Phillips says, all the people commenting on how Kate is dressed is uncalled for. Let's comment that she got second in a field of 911 entries, which is tough to do for any gender in any poker tourney. So Julian Martini defeated Kate Hong. Heads up to win event number four, the 1500. Omaha 8. Omaha better. 8. Okay, so there was two things here. Two things. I don't know where Julian Martini is from. Okay. And it might just be an English language thing. But to say she's playing great, actually. Yeah. That I saw irked that. me. I saw it as well. I'm not sure if But that's... I think it's like an English 
when you're not comfortable with a language, you'll either use fillers like um and ah and, you know, maybe the wrong word. So if it was like Mark Robinson, I would be like, dude, you know, but since it's like Julianne Martini. Mark Robinson. I'm just saying, like, if it was somebody named Mark Robinson, who English is probably their first language. Okay. Different than somebody who. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Andrew's still waking up. Okay. Number two. All these people saying Kate should not be wearing a corset to play poker. First of all, there are no dress code rules in poker and that's why people play poker. So Mm -hmm. they don't have to go into an office or go to a job that dictates what you wear. Mm -hmm. She knew she was going to play really well. Why not dress how you want to look and how what makes you feel good so if she does win, she's already in her nice outfit and not in a exactly. hoodie and t-shirt. She's all set for that winner's photo. Exactly. She can always hang on the mantle and look fabulous, right? Exactly. Yeah. And number three, they were judging her because they are saying that she's using sex to distract her male counterparts. It could be either that or people think she's dressing like that for extra attention. So what? Right, which is why we dress, we always dress in certain ways for like, you know, how we want to look. And So what if she's dressing for extra attention? Yeah. I think she looks gorgeous, first of all. But also, I think our society, it's changing. It's going to take time. But we are of the opinion that men have a right to say stuff about how women are dressed. Mm-hmm. And be so influenced by it. Like if you're focusing on your game, nothing should deter you from that. Even if like somebody was sitting on the table naked, like that's your issue. If you can't deal with that, I'm sorry. Like (laughs) you need to own that and not pass the responsibility on how somebody else is dressed to change how you feel. Yeah. I don't understand how you could be like distracted from your game. Exactly. <laughs> By like showing cleavage. I don't understand how that would be like, ah, I just, I don't know what to do with this hand anymore. Yeah, poor uh, Kate. Kate. She must be distracted by all the sunglasses and hideous hoodies that people wear at the table every day. You know, like, it's really ridiculous. I like our hoodie. That's a good one. It's not so hideous. But yeah, it's so ridiculous. And even if she was, even if she was using that as, a means to distract her opponents from the game. There are no rules against that. Mm-hmm. So let her be. People use the stare down method that they picked up from, what's his name? Thomas Dwan. Mm-hmm. So just relax. People should just relax. You're getting all hot. You have to take some clothes off yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to distract my male host. <laughs> With my shirtlessness. I, just, I can't focus. <laughs> You're going to have to be the star of the show. What are uh, your thoughts? Now pretty, that much, pretty much the same as yours. I don't know what else I have to add. I don't know if it's like their place or what is going on. But I think some guys will say that like she should just be using the quality of her play. And if she dresses like this, then it like detracts from other women who just play solid and don't dress whatever however you want to describe how she's dressed but this is what i'm saying people need to mind their own business (laughs) if it works for you 
keep doing it. If it doesn't work for you, don't do it. Like, yeah. Stop being bothered by what everybody else around you is doing. Yeah, I think the answer to that, any person who is thinking along those lines, would be that the other girl who isn't dressed like that just doesn't want to dress like that. You know? Exactly. <laughs> they and it's they that dress simple. how they want to dress. Right. It's that simple. Yeah. I think it's I think it's great to see people uh, you know dressed up. She looks like you know she's very. I mean I don't know if it's my spot to comment on how she looks, but you know she looks like <laughs> she looks glamorous, right? So I think it's cool when uh, people get dressed up for a final table. You know the World Series brings a little bit of like a touch of class. I know. know. Doesn't Doug Polk wear a suit every time he's at a final table or something? The once for the one drop. Oh, okay. Normally, normally tank tops. <laughs> no, but yeah, so nobody gives Doug Poke crap for wearing right. tank tops. Doug Poke, nobody wants to see your arms. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Nobody cares and should care about these things. Thank you very much. Moving on. Now that I have ranted, it's so funny though, because every time you have an opinion about something, you're almost just judging the person who had a differing opinion to you. So does it really matter? I think it cancels each other out. Um, I think we should really be the person who doesn't have to say something about some, the way somebody's dressed. Be the person who doesn't have to tweet about it, write about it. You know, just be that instead of talking about it. I don't know. People are going to talk. See, I'm not the only one allergic to silence. <laughs> Good one. Good point. <laughs> okay, moving on. To How do you feel about uh, the World Series so far and my scheduling? So, I mean, like, I've been playing a little bit more than average, I think. Uh, I guess I've been playing about the amount that I played before I started the vlog. It's only been a week. So. I've been playing every day. And uh, the other day I was out until 6 in the morning after the Colossus. Um, I got about four hours of sleep that night and then did some stuff. I have been working out though every day. How about that? <laughs> How yeah. do you feel yeah. with your working out every Pretty day? Pretty happy about that. Yeah. I started going to kickboxing. Yeah. Which has been really fun. That's cool. So how do you feel about uh, this? How's it going so far? Fine. Yeah. Fine. I mean, I ha I'm not missing you just yet. Mm -hmm. I have like a slight desire to play poker so we can hang out and yeah. that you're not gone the whole time mm -hmm. but ask me again in three weeks i think i'll miss you more then okay do you want to uh learn how to play poker so that we can hang out you see it's all it's for the wrong reason right it would yeah. be to play to hang out but like, uh, i don't think i would be playing to but maybe win a bracelet but maybe once you once we were hanging out once you're like winning whatever it is, $5 an hour or $10 an hour or something, then that might be more interesting to you than just playing just to hang out. You might learn that you enjoy. I love the game of poker. <laughs> but I won't be able to wear my South, traditional South African attire where the ladies' boobs <laughs> oh, are out because oh, somebody will be judging me. Yeah, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you playing any events this weekend? Yeah. What are you playing? Do you no know? No idea. There's something, though. 
I get you haven't listened to Ryan LaPlante's podcast again, <laughs> no. where you plan your schedule. Either tomorrow or the next day. Fire again. All right. Let's talk about, get into that listener feedback. All Still right. no song. Still no jingle. Nobody's, no. nobody's musically inclined out there that can put together a jingle for us. People are... Busy. Busy. Focused, <laughs> focused on the World Series of Poker. Ryan the plant can't take ten minutes out of his day to put a get put a jingle together for us. <laughs> <sighs> okay, let's circle back. Rich, remember, Rich wrote in to us a couple of weeks ago saying how the podcast had oh, improved yeah. his relationship. Right. Yeah, great message. So he gave us some details. So he gave us some details about. What improvements? It was mainly communication. So just expressing to her how much he loves poker. And just because he wants to play poker doesn't mean that he wants to be away from her. So just opening up the communication. Hmm. You know, I think you just gave him some tidbits on like So she was worried. Linus. She was worried that he was kind of like using it as an escapism kind of thing. Yeah. I mean I think it's all you know, especially if you are working um you go to work all week and you come home on the weekend you kind of want to hang out with your person of course and if your person is like oh i want to go play poker or whatever but i mean it could be poker it could be sports right so mm-hmm. um i think just communicating that just because i want to do this doesn't mean i don't want to spend time with you mm. well that's good to hear yeah, so have... just having an understanding that, you know, poker makes me happy and that's the only reason I, I do it. So Yeah. I don't know what else to add to that. Nope. I mean, you asked for details and Rich came through with the details. That's cool. I mean, I guess it just was not a communication, right? And just, you know, expressing yourself and how you feel about things. Talking about things you want to do that don't involve anybody else. Uh, what do you think of couple goals you know there's like the hashtag yeah what do you think that means because i've always been confused by exactly what that means couple goals so you want to be like this couple (laughs) well yeah and like a that's like the basic translation but i think it means being very happy together and enjoying doing things together as a couple but where does couple goals appear where does the hashtag appear Okay, yeah, well, I mean, saying that, that it, yeah, saying that it's, first of all, it's a hashtag, uh-huh. which means it's either on Twitter or Facebook or yeah. Instagram. And that to me says edited part of somebody's life. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, <laughs> like, you don't know what's going on with that couple yeah. just because they're in one still photo and, you know, might be a write up I mean, about I've, them. I've never considered typing in hashtag couple goals. Uh, on a comment. <laughs> Have you? I No, because I don't know what it means. Or I always say you just don't know what's happening because a relationship is between two people. So, well, yes, they might bring you into the fold a little bit to say this is what our life is like. Like one small aspect of it. Right, but you don't know. So the reason I ask is, say couples like Beyonce and Jay-Z, right? Huge couple goals because obviously he's very successful in his career she's successful um so 
people sort of put their desires for relationships against this light that right against people they don't really even know but if something goes wrong you sort of like are dethroned from couple goals and then that's it it's like so <laughs> fickle so i don't know why we do it to people well i think it's just an expression of somebody saying i'm looking for a partner and looking for happiness in that sense in my life yeah but we could take a photo together and be in the biggest fight and just because we're smiling, you don't know anything. Well, this is just like commentary. Projecting. Well, it's commentary on social media as a whole, right? Because you could look at a single person who has a profitable business or something and be like business goals or whatever. <laughs> Entrepre- entrepreneur goals. Yeah. When in actuality, they could be very unhappy. So that's just social media, right? But I mean, as far as like a yeah, couple goals... No, I've never typed it in. <laughs> You've never like looked at another couple and been like, I wish we were more like this. What Maybe about like unconsciously? Didn't you did you're into like the acro yoga stuff? Didn't you used to say we wish you we did acro yoga together or something? Yeah, but that's not couple goals. That's just partner yoga. So, so you need you a partner. She so didn't need me necessarily to do it with you. I mean I just felt like it would be the most respectful thing <laughs> because, you know, you do have, body? yeah, but like, if you don't care, I don't care. I think, I just think bodies are bodies, but if you don't want to do it and I found somebody okay. else who was willing to do it with me constantly, then yeah, I would do it, you know? All right. So we're good. <laughs> I wonder what the couples that are subjected to hashtag couple goals and whether they try and model their relationship to be couple goals even if it's not couple goals you know so maybe you stay in a relationship too long that is not really healthy because there's outside sees you as this couple goals Hmm. you're trying to say something about us are we (laughs) together for too long (laughs) no i'm just saying i mean the thing is like you said unconsciously perhaps i've said oh they look so cute i wish Andrew and I could go and do that. But I mean, I grew up in an environment where you saw domestic violence. So people would go out and, you know, everything looks good. And then two weeks later, the lady's got a blue eye. So, yes, they were all happy and smiling. And yes, people might think that they're the perfect couple. And then you see that and you're just like, so I've never been delusional about the intricacies of relationships and what and how little we know about what goes on behind closed doors, I think. That got dark quick. I'm just, you asked the question about yeah. whether, you know, I mm-hmm. covered couple goals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You don't have any couple goals? Mm, it's cool to see like uh, Jason Mercier and. Uh, I saw his wife, his, his wife, Natasha, was playing uh, Chinese poker right behind me. And Jason was playing in Bobby's room at Bellagio. This is last night. And uh, that's pretty cool. You know, they just kind of do their own thing in the poker room. And they can chat if they want to, not, not uh, chat if they don't want to. And they're couple goals. They're couple goals, totally. <laughs> totes. It's totes adorbs. We received a message from Jordan. And Jordan says... 
Hello, Andrew and Busi. I hope this message finds you well. I wanted to first and foremost say thank you. While I find the blogs that Andrew makes to be extremely entertaining, instructive, and an opportunity to get away from the grind of life, it is the podcast that has had a massive Im- impact on what is truly important. I'm trying to think what's truly important. Communication. Sleep. 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 What else is important? Sleeping in. Okay, so that's all you have today is sleep. <laughs> Go on. Jordan goes on to say, we wish you, bo- wish you both nothing but the best and would love to buy you dinner. Were we ever to make it out to Las Vegas? Yum. Where are we going, Jordan? <laughs> What's that place at MGM? The super fancy place? Like $500 a plate, a person? Picasso? No, MGM Grand. Oh, Joel Robichon? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jordan. They were, that's where we're going for dinner. Joel Robichon at the MGM. You can make a reservation. Thank you so much for providing feedback on the podcast. Yeah. Um, it's really awesome to hear people's stories. And a message from Sam. Okay. He had a couple of questions about a discussion we had when we spoke about how to get your mind right. Do you remember that episode of the podcast? I remember that title. <laughs> Sam says, firstly, thanks, Andrew, for all the effort you put into the vlog. I was fortunate enough to stumble across your channel after you had completed one or two episodes, subscribed, and have enjoyed them immensely since. Thanks also to you, Boosie, for the podcast, to you and Boosie for the podcast, which is always a welcome addition to the morning or afternoon commute. Cool. So he had some questions about that episode of how to get your mind right. Sam says, I've always had a passion for the game, meaning poker, and have always wondered whether I would succeed as a professional poker player. I'm always wrestling with the question of how important, in inverted commas, of a job is poker, or in other words, what meaning is there being a poker player, and how does that job fit in with the rest of the world? Okay. And then with that, he says, is playing poker for a living really the way that I can contribute to all of what life is in my fullest sense? All right. This is a great question. And I think we've addressed it in the previous podcast, right? Saying you need to be your very best self and do what makes you happy so you can continue to do it and do it well yeah and i also think with the advances that we've had in technology our lifespans are so long so we really need to give up the notion that you have to do something for 50 years Mm -hmm. or you know we have a very different playing field now like if you're 15 and love gaming, you could start a YouTube channel and have a career. Mm-hmm. But in 10 years, you might not want to do that anymore. So you go ahead and do something else. Yeah. So you could potentially be a poker player and a fireman and a <laughs> yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> right. I think we may be hung up on how quickly you can change. And it's a big challenge for me too, because I feel like, oh, it's going to take so long. Mm -hmm. But not really. You just have to like 
decide and then take the steps in doing that. Yeah. We're also going to live to like 100 as, you know, we live healthier and medicine advances. So Right. So you have a really long life. Yeah. Yeah. we also don't have to live like as one dimensionally, I don't think, as maybe we used to, because uh, if if I didn't play poker and start the blog, we might not be sitting here chatting and then we might not have received that email from Sam. So there's ways of like doing everything differently where you're actually like um, not just playing poker, you're actually connecting with people and doing different things like that poker can facilitate. But even if you just wanted to play poker and you weren't doing anything in addition to poker, I think you being a happy person is sort of contributing to the world because it's not like your life ends when you pick up your chips. Your life carries over into like, you know, stuff away from your job and you being a happy person and doing the thing that really makes you happy is going to make other people around you happy, I think. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I mean, just thinking about people who make errors at work, partly because they don't care to be there, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I think it's just going to take time, right, to sort of undo all the notions that we've grown up with and how fast things have happened. Like, I think I need 10 more careers in this lifetime. 10, that's... That's a lot. Seems overwhelming to me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not all at the same time. But is your career... Is it 10 different careers or is it just you? You are your career. Right. Me me expressing myself in the world 10 yeah. different ways. Because that's the thing too, right? The idea of career is changing and how you define yourself. Because before you were your job. Right. And now you are your brand. So uh-huh. you are your, like you are this person and... You're just trying to give skills that make the world a better place, whatever that is. Yeah. There's people who are doing things that they obviously are unhappy with, but they probably consider that a more important job than playing poker for a living. And they lash out. And I see this firsthand via YouTube comments. And, you know, they can pick anything that they want to troll uh, me or other content creators about it doesn't really matter but they're doing something in their life that they're not happy with and uh, the result of that is lashing out and making the world a worse place yeah and I mean there's also or attempting to at least yeah because it's tricky right like we're fortunate because we don't have you know a massive mortgage and three kids or you know we're having a job that provides us with you know the best health insurance that doesn't have like fifty thousand dollar deductible or whatever dumb insurance we have that we can still get by right so if you like have small children and they're sickly or whatever so i think there are definitely things that are roadblocks and they're things that are detours right so if you are born in a situation where you can't move because you have to take care of your mom and your dad and your siblings and you have to stay there and you can't move then that is your roadblock i think you just have to decide what things you can maneuver around Mm -hmm. and what things are just like stuck but i think we confuse the two do you make these hand gestures for me or 
to help keep your thoughts fluid. <laughs> yeah, keep the thoughts flowing. Okay, <laughs> they can't see. Yeah, because I think a lot of things I have thought in my life were roadblocks, just detours and excuses that I give myself or make for myself and not doing things that I want to do. Mm. Because mm -hmm. say, I don't know, I mean, example, do you have any? Something silly, like really silly. Going to EDC. Keeps you from doing something? No, just like a silly example. I could theoretically purchase a ticket and go to EDC mm -hmm. whenever the next one is. Mm -hmm. But I don't go because I think I'm too old for that level of noise, right? So that is, you know what I mean? It's not like I can't go to EDC. I just choose not to go because of what I've told myself that I am, that I'm old and I don't, I, I wouldn't be able to go to EDC and enjoy the experience. So yes, that's a silly example, but just like the idea is you have to look at things and say, is it really fixed and I can't do anything about it? Or is it just me and my thoughts or other people's thoughts that are standing in my way, mm -hmm. which is for everybody. I don't think anybody's safe from other people's thoughts. People and would be standing in your way at EDC. You wouldn't be able to see because <laughs> you're, you're very small. Especially with a big costume and wings and stuff. So thanks, Sam, for the question. Do you have any moral issues around poker, like taking people's money? Nope. We're all aware of the story when we sit down at the table. It's not like it's a secret. It's also not a secret that you can improve your play if you want to. And I don't think poker is like where the addicts are really hanging out. I think they're somewhere else in the casino. Yeah, Sam mentioned that. He said he understands that, that it's not so much like the people who are addicted to poker, mm -hmm. but just somebody who might not be as good because, you know, you, when you go to the games, you always talk about finding the good game where it is people mm -hmm. who are not so uptight. And Doesn't matter. That's the same thing that you try to do in any business venture. You know, you look for a soft market and you try and capitalize. And it's not it, like Sam. it's also not like they're not getting anything out of it. If they're there to splash around and have some drinks, win or lose, it's not like you're ruining their experience. So you're just providing the experience. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, yeah, as cheesy as that sounds, um, yeah, regulars have to be there. All right, so no moral <laughs> issues around poker from uh, this. End. I did have some issues about whether or not I should be doing this just playing poker and whether I should be doing something else. I think a lot of poker players, tons of them go through that. And that's why you started that vlog. <laughs> okay, just cut that part out. Okay, <laughs> thanks for having me on your podcast, my love, my sweet, sweet love, my couple goals. All right, if you enjoyed this podcast, please like and subscribe. And I do have one question because it's going to take me some time to switch everything, but... If you would like to leave us voice messages that we play on this podcast, drop me an email. God, Otherwise, yes. I'm not going to do it. No, it's we're doing too it. Much, no, it's too much effort. I'm going to call and leave some voice messages. <laughs> but if you would like to have a way to leave us a voice message and we play your voice message on this podcast. Yes. So Andrew doesn't you fumble want, up on the reading. You want this, people. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, drop me an email. Or drop us an email at tells at Yeah, yes. Do it now. 
send us a message say bring on the voicemails and please like and subscribe wherever you find this podcast and share it with your friends thank right. you so much for having us on your podcast listeners i'm off to the meetup game enjoy the meetup game thanks baby <laughs> <laughs>